April 21st, 2023. The movie RedRiverHorror.com and the Red River Horror Podcast have been waiting for for years, ever since it was announced at Comic-Con in 2019 by Sam Raimi. Evil Dead Rise. This episode is number 92 of the Red River Horror Podcast, where we are going to discuss the upcoming film Evil Dead Rise. We have a special guest with us, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number 92 of the Red River Horror Podcast. Son of a bitch. Not again. Welcome back to episode number 92 of the Red River Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Zakreski, joined as always by Red River Red River Horror.com founder Eddie Kayazo. Hi Ed, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm still on this side of the earth. I'm 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 on the ground i'm walking around and yeah. that's very relevant this week for, uh, with our episode so i'm doing great <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> and joining us is the guy who's been on this show before you might remember us talking about him from keystoneretro.com hey steve feast how are you hello how is everyone out there welcome back bud well fellas this is one that we've all been very excited about for i guess about a year I've start, been, I've been excited about this for a while yeah mm-hmm. so uh we are going to talk about the evil dead Yay! Yay! And even before we started the show, just before we get really into it, uh, we're, we're talking about the short film that started all within the woods, ah, which was a proof of concept, like a little thirty-minute short film made by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell to you know pitch to get some funding to make mm-hmm. yeah. what eventually turned into now a entire franchise that's very unique compared to other franchi- horror franchises. Um, that's one way. To, that's one word to use. Unique. Yeah. I'll say this. Even to this day, and driving over here, I still get the wind in the willows mm-hmm. and within the woods mixed, <laughs> mixed up. up. <laughs> but also, can we do Mr. Uh, Toad and Ichabod in the Evil Dead? I feel like that's a, a crossover I, that, that would be fantastic. It definitely is. Is it? Go if, on. If you think about it, I mean, oh. who does Ichabod Crane end up dealing with at some point? We got some dead mm, some dead things running around. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not, I mean, same movie. I have same movie. No idea same movie. The, no no idea what that's the hell fine, you guys are talking Steve, about. Hey, welcome. We're recording hey, from- thanks for having me. From the basement. This is where, you know, Ed and I first watched <sighs> Evil Dead. And that was a recommendation of the man upstairs, Mr. Kayazo himself. He said, yes. we, need, we need a movie to watch. And he gave, he's like, yeah, this one. Well, here's something funny, Joe. You yeah. ready for this? You guys will appreciate this story. Don't know if the Red River Horror listeners will care to hear it, but it's a fun one. All right. Yeah. So the first Evil Dead copy that I owned that we watched yep. down here, right? Because my dad had it, I'm sure, recorded on something else, but it was from GameStop. I worked at GameStop at the time. And if you reserved the Evil Dead game, Oh, was it a fistful of boomstick? Yeah. I think it was. 2002. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you reserve the game, you got a free VHS of the uh, Evil Dead. Dead? Interesting. Interesting. Now, was that just the straight VHS or was there like a some sort of like tie in like cover? Because that's the that's the nerdy shit I care about. It was the regular. They just gave you it. Just just like the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's cool. A little bit of overstock. But, well, mm-hmm. no, the, I, I I got it for reserving it. Nice. I got a free yeah. VHS in 2002. <laughs> that, 
and and, and you know what? probably overstock and and you know what who, who knows i could be telling the story wrong because actually i'm trying to think now i did work was it a dvd i worked at gamestop in 2002 and it mm-hmm. was definitely a vhs but you know what was there an evil dead game before that there was okay so that may you know what so overstock is a good word joe mm-hmm. i think that we were offering the the leftover evil dead vhs's for people that reserved it so that I might mean, that could right be it. right here mm-hmm. yes we're, we talked about before we even start talking about will this be a two-parter <laughs> yeah we're already going down the rabbit hole of evil dead games some, some because there is there is a lot nah, that's no apologies right there <laughs> but there is a lot of lore that comes with this entire franchise and i would say all pretty good it, it, it's all oh yeah uh, above board at least at least a good you know to say b movie you know they're all they're all at least b level movies or franchises or comic books video games uh I mean, even the video games go back as far as the movie. There was a Evil Dead for Atari in 1984. Wow. Huh, so how it, about that? So that is how far back even just this becoming a franchise and a a legacy this goes all the way back to number one. Wow. That's fascinating. Okay. I did not know about the Atari thing, and I did some homework, too. I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> missed that one. But I just thought that was cool, Joe. The first time when we watched that, I was like, oh, yeah, watch that. That was from, I actually got that for reserving the game, and I worked at GameStop, and it was just, it always, I always tied the two together because I walked home from work, we had it, we watched it, it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know what's interesting, like, um, going back to, like, the short film real quick with the the title of Within the Woods, would equally just as great if it's still if they didn't use Evil Dead. I like that title a lot, but Evil Dead's a little more catchy, catches your eye, right, makes you I a little agree. more interested. Um, so uh, I already retcon myself very quick. Yeah. Uh oh. Commodore sixty four, non Atari. Oh boy. Ooh. Jeez. That's okay. But the funny thing is, I actually used to play. Also, BBC Micro and ZX Spectrum. All those weird video game. Little microphone issue there. All those weird video game systems that all came out. Interesting. And, and kind of boomed at the beginning of the 80s. Very interesting, though. Huh. Commodore 64, I remember, though. I'm going to have to. Yeah. So, Joe, you do the whole ramen and modulating and emulating and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, is the Commodore 64 a part of that? It's got to be. Yeah. I can give it. Right. You could probably play that we, we, on your phone right now in a browser. <laughs> probably about two seconds. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, cool. So, that is very cool. Video games all the way back to the very beginning, so, Joe. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious now, guys. Shoot. Yeah. You talked about Evil Dead. You were working at GameStop. Got on VHS. That was was that your first Evil Deading? It was. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I and that would have been like two thousand or so. It was. Yeah. I would say. So Joe, we we were at Roman year two thousand, but more. I would say more summer of two thousand one and summer of two thousand two were the times we were. What, like that was the beginning of what would take us through college, even where we would come to the basement and watch, sure, watch movies. So I would say oh one oh two was kind of the genesis okay. of us watching films in the basement. Yeah, would you agree? I would agree with that. Okay, all right. So my first foray into Evil Dead was Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. So I first saw, one I saw that before Evil Dead, Evil Dead two, probably I was probably eight or nine. So probably like 
the late 90s and that and that was the first one so it was on tv a lot a lot um, at that time in like hindsight it's like one of those things where it's like i've definitely didn't watch the entire thing start from finish but i've definitely watched parts of army of darkness before i ever saw hmm. the original evil dead 2 wow i was thinking about that it was on upn 57 <laughs> all the time wow and i think even i i think that's probably going to be a common thread even to the listeners as well where yeah, a lot of people yeah. probably saw Army of Darkness or Evil Dead Two before they ever saw Evil Dead for a good for a good amount. I think I think I know a a, a splattering of the listeners that are out there, but like that Evil Dead Two is essentially a remake, sequel, re- requel, if you will. Yeah, of Evil Dead. So so you're saying what you're saying is Joe and I are actually unique in that we saw it. For, like I, when 100%. we saw Evil Dead, we saw the Evil Dead and not Army of Darkness Army of first. Or Evil Dead Two. Wow, or, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. Especially like around that time, Army of Darkness had like a bigger cult following, and you know, came out in '93. Right. Okay, yeah. and really carried that on. So did Evil Dead Two. And around that time, because I remember when we were first getting into it, talking to some other people in the horror that were like, "Oh, well, the first one's stupid." It's like. It's, but there's it's very it's very campy. It's very you know, campy. even more even more campy than than. To an, an army of darkness and what it would become, but, but I I and I say campy, but low budget, very lower budget, very, very lower budget, low budget, and that's what I always appreciated about it is that it you know you watch it with modern eyes and it's silly, like when the claymation yeah. parts kind of come in, but you got to give it credit in the beginning the way it utilizes just the camera movements through the woods, the little things with like the trees, it, you know, is and, there is there another movie that was using that sort of cinematography before that i don't think that, I mean, they're, that they're, intensely yeah. um interesting probably, i could see maybe if we go digging we could probably find some hitchcock doing some camera work mm. like that yeah um we could probably easily just look at who are some of sam's yeah. <laughs> but Hitchcock Sam's, but Hitchcock uh, would have had a Hollywood budget. Hitchcock would sure. have had a Hollywood budget. Sam Raimi when he made this film, they it did we've talked about it with Phantasm, we've talked about it with Sleepaway Camp, a lot of these classics that we like. It did start that way. It was a little bit of money and, you know, place yeah. that they were able to utilize to film and I don't know. Yeah. And the part where people make fun of it, it you know, 6 years later, the second one comes out and it leaned into that it leaned into its following mm-hmm. like i don't know because we weren't we weren't you know as aware in the 80s <laughs> so i don't know if it like the following was just like oh this good like so bad it's good or was oh. it like where was that first like how the first one was really thought of well i guess it would have been good enough for someone some financier to say okay i'll give you the money to make evil dead 2 to do what you wanted. Yeah. So it had to have been good yeah. enough to catch somebody with, with in, in the way that Phantasm caught uh, the attention of uh, who's the big, the Star Wars and Star Trek guy, the the iRobot or what's his name? He did Lost. The big guy. J.J. Abrams? Yeah, that's it. That guy. So like J.J. Abrams did the, he restored that's Phantasm right, yeah, yeah. in 4K because he loved that movie so much. So clearly somebody saw Evil Dead and said, yeah, you know what, Sam Raimi, I'm going to give you cash. Let's, Go go make another one. Let's do it again. So it was yeah. it was seven years later. Yep. And he has he had made other movies in between there as well, mm-hmm. uh, with with major studios too. But uh, let's just call it what it is. You, you see the dollar signs. It was the late eighties. I mean that <laughs> horror is 
in its heyday Ooh, yeah. at that point. I mean, and so the second one, I mean, it takes a hard a hard curve, but let's start we'll start by talking about the first the one that sets the standard, which is the first one. Yep. And then you could argue that the second one sets the standard because the rest of them are more of that ash than this sure. ash. But my thing that I love about the first one so much is the one, the atmosphere <laughs> and just how Ash just gets the shit kicked out of him <laughs> from start to finish. Yeah. He and doesn't he, have a good It doesn't really it. make it out of there either. No. And so it's like the great ending, you know, whatever you want to do in between, but it's like the first time when they catch, they find that tape down in the basement, start playing it back with the Necronomicon. I mean, it's, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. For for me, that, and and ultimately, Joe, when we would go up to Poconos for the first time, like on our own, mm-hmm. like as free people, we got the car, you know, that set the tone for me seeing evil dead like because because then you started to wonder am i gonna find something like this real to real in the basement that's gonna play like it made me approach that kind of adventure in a different way so when they made by the time they made the movie cabin in the woods that makes fun of all the tropes i was like that was it for me that, that was the that was first a, one that was a trope yeah. the, the whole point of cabin in the woods mm-hmm. you know that that is the trope and it really does it sets that standard right off the bat yep we're going through the woods. We are going to a cabinet. It is a very shining esque intro. We're going going down the road. That, we're going yeah. we're going to the cabin. We're going to we're going to the Stanley. You know, we're <laughs> we're we are going on this journey with them yep. to bring us right to the main plot of the movie. So it it, it has the, it, yeah. I did I didn't think of the drive up, a big shining esque drive up. You got you got the the big Oldsmobile. Yeah. So we're introduced to that. That ultimately, it, the Oldsmobile will become iconic, but not in a B in a B movie way. Sure, it's not. It, it's not like I don't know what's what's a big car. Like I would uh, think the like, DeLorean. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So it's not the Oldsmobile's not a DeLorean, but it's it's there. Yeah. Throughout the entirety of Evil Dead, which is kind of yeah, cool. I mean, through Evil Dead, it go it goes back in time with him to Army of Darkness. <laughs> It it is there the entire time, and for the entirety of it, uh, even into Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of it's just it's not as it was not as consistent as a Friday the Thirteenth or a Nightmare on Elm Street. It's split up, and just <laughs> and for very, very and for unique. anyone who is listening at this point who has not seen the Evil Dead, first of all, I would be very surprised if you're even listening this far, but. <laughs> short, short synopsis the story focuses on five college students mm-hmm. vacationing in an isolated cabin in a remote wooded area after they find an audio tape that when played releases a legion of doom demons and spirits four members of the group suffer from demonic possession forcing the fifth member ash williams which becomes ash campbell or, well i mean really bruce campbell ash williams mm-hmm. and yeah yeah, all that. Uh, to survive the onslaught of an increasingly gory mayhem. And that tape that was on there is the Necronomicon, which is really what ties the entire franchise together, this Book of the Dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Straight out of Lovecraft, which really set the tone for me liking almost everything Lovecraft. <laughs> so, <laughs> um yeah, fascinating how much it did really well to start. I mean, low budget and it, you know, did a few million 
in the box office and then and then some change. So it's, wow, yeah, it's it relatively relatively successful. Um, other funny fact is like when when we watch the first Evil Dead and we talk about how it's like the attempt is more scary, and then later, you know, with two Army of Darkness and so on, there's more of a comedy element added to it. Um, if anybody's ever wondering why that is, it's like you know before. You know, Bruce and Sam, the way they started was doing short comedy films. Oh, okay. So to, you know, com- slapstick comedy, late 70s, early 80s, is, you know, you're not getting picked up unless you're National Lampoons or Jeffy. Like, there's just a dominant, like, there's, you're. The space you're, is filled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this was the best opportunity for them. They took advantage of it and then flew in the, threw in that comedy element. That- but that makes sense, Joe, just to stop you there with that, because mm-hmm. I am sometimes in the mood for Sam Raimi style, and I'm sometimes not. Yeah. There, there are times when I'm, I'm feeling it, and I'm, and I'm all in, and there are times where it's just like, you know what? I, I don't want to deal with this. Like It dragged me to hell when I first saw it. I loved it, but then on a rewatch, it's like, you know what? I can do without the Sam Raimi crap today. Like Just, <laughs> you just like sometimes it's just over the top. It's, it's like slapsticky, so, sure. over the top. So I didn't realize. So they co- he comes from the world of comedy, or at least that's where he wanted that's, to. That's what they originally started doing. Wow. Most of the times, times I want to listen to Gangster Paradise, but every once in a while, I'm going to put on Amish well, Paradise. Amish Paradise. You know? exactly. It's actually a great way to compare the, that, the first that two really movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so... You know, most people who are into Evil Dead, you know what you're into. But I want to ask you guys real quick, you know, what, what two two bits out of the first one. So strictly on the first movie um, part you could do without or it could be removed from it. And your favorite part. Hmm. Okay. Steve, you want to go first? So I can go first, too, if you want. You Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. <laughs> You brought it up, so I feel like you're you're setting the floor here. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> a part. So, so a part you could what do without? And so my favorite part in that movie is towards the end when Ash has got to go down. He's got to go down the basement to get bullets, right? And that whole scene with like the light bulb filling up with blood. Okay, and just that darkness when it goes. Oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah, that had me like. Legit, dang, it gave me it gave me some anxiety while watching it. <laughs> uh, and then some of the parts that like probably could do without was when ah, uh, I guess it's necessary. But when uh, I can't, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The other guy when he leaves and comes back, he's like, "They're all dead, eh? Bridge is out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The bridge is the out. Bridge is out. <laughs> oh, Ash, the bridge is out. <laughs> oh man. So I mean. That's you know that's Scott, played by by <laughs> Richard Demanicore, but credited as Hal Delridge in the mm. movie. So that, there's something interesting. I hmm. I feel I feel very much that I I want to be a hipster about it and come up with something that is super groundbreaking and very you know very off off the wall. But I'm gonna go you know what's your favorite soda Coca Cola mm. on this. The th- the thing that I love the best is that camera the the fast camera through the woods. Mm-hmm. It it that is when I think of Evil Dead outside of Ash. That is what I think of just that fast camera going through the woods. The thing that I could do without it's the claymation. It, it yeah I I think it turns people off. I like it, but I think it it uh, I I. 
I guess dates itself as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. and it really yeah. it really dates itself. Where Evil Dead Two, I could watch it today, and there's some bad CGI and there's stuff like that, but it feels like all right, maybe this could have been made in like I don't know ninety eight or something. You you watch Evil Dead, especially it hits the claymation. It's like yeah. all right, this is this is from the seventies. You know, if I want to, yeah. oh, this yeah. is all the way back in the seventies. I think that's more than fair to say because the whole movie goes without it and does so well. They're just it's overkill by the end and, re- and really takes away from it in that sense. Like if you look at it from like your modern, you know, today's goggles or even yeah. 90s goggles, like it, you know, it's you're you're going through this whole thing. Even like, you know, they had to have been running out of money or something because the first special effect with the pencil to the ankle mm-hmm. and that infection and the way it spreads is really well done. Yes, yeah, I, I do believe that that is the lore behind it. Yeah, where they were running out of money. Out like, of money. Yeah, all right. All well, right. we're just gonna CGI it. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the the kind of person I am, how I view film, I I have a very underwhelming favorite part. I love when they actually play the audio of the guy speaking from the book for the first time. Okay. That's the it it puts me in it's kind of before everything starts going off the walls and turning into ultimately what Evil Dead would be. It's kind of like the moment where it it bridges this nice like hey, we're heading up together with with friends and our loved ones, all that fun stuff and we get there, they start playing this and it's like, "Oh, this is it. Like this is the end and now it, we're it, it you you have taken the journey with them and and now you're you're there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we're here. Yep. Uh, a part I can actually do without is it, I just thought it was gosh, looking back and uh, when she when she gets you know, whatevered by the tree. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the first time I saw that, it like it happens so it's such a Sam Raimi style thing. Like it happens so quick. It's so thump when the tree goes in, when the branch goes in. It was almost funny, and that's not really funny. No, you know what I mean. But I, yeah. I, I mean, know upon cracked us up. What watching that the first time, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. Like, but then it's, you know, now we're here, and it's like oh, that's that's really not that, that that's that's not that funny. It's a little uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable scene, especially yeah. when she kind of gets into it for a minute. Yeah, a a little too slapsticky. Yeah. And yes. Like. But that's the first uh, like it's, infection. It, it's needed. It's yeah. it's absolutely needed to advance the story. It's just I could, yeah. And I guess yeah. How do we get there? You read the book. The thing you know, the stuff starts coming out of the ground. It you know goes in <laughs> to yep. the woman. Then then we're off to the races. Mm. But yeah, that first could have been, time could have been in scary movie. You know, like exactly, exactly. Yeah, I could do without yeah. that. The, the movement. Of Speaking of Evil Dead for for, for, for penetration. Death. Yeah, it's a little. It was like, boom. Yeah. Like, like it's like, oh, this is this isn't. Everything funny. else was moving really slow, and then suddenly, yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Probably could have been a little more crafty on that, but you know, what are you gonna do? Hey, man. I I just want to talk about Liquid Death really quick. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are not they are not a sponsor, but I have just had two new flavors: Convicted Melon, mm-hmm. and that is watermelon, and is delicious. And I am first time drinking their iced tea that is with agave and vitamins mm. and if liquid death if you would like to give me free liquid death i would take it that's the so grim leafer 
Yeah, that is. Yeah, Grim Weaver. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, no. Murder that, your thirst. That, that, tree, that tree might have been the Grim, Grim Leafer. Okay, so we have our so, favorite so, moments from Evil Dead. Uh, favorite ones we could do without. What's next, Joe? Yeah, so carry on. There's not much else to say about the uh, first I one. Do, but I it, do not think there's much else to say. No. Either. And it set that tone. So then we got a video game that comes out on Commodore 64. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, Sam Raimi, you know, they both start their careers in film. It starts, you know, Bruce and Sam. And we got to give credit where credit's due, which is the producer of Robert Tappert. Hmm. Tappert? Tappert? Which, which before we started talking here. And we, we were also we, talking we, about. We were talking about him as well. And I, I'll just say this. We will be back to talking about him at one point. We will. As we go through this conversation. That we will. So, Steve, did you see anything else that might be released before the second film? I, I did not. Okay. Because, like, I think it's after we... Once we get into... Um, the Evil Dead 2 is almost like a resurrection for that movie, even though it's a sequel, right, that takes place immediately after the first one. It or it does a recap of the first one, it, it, and then he's got to go back. Yes, so <laughs> like, gonna, so he's going back up again. Yeah, it it's almost Scream four ish, Scream five ish requel. Yeah, listen, we're getting the same. It's the same movie. You got some of the same cast. Some of the same people are here. It's gonna be the same movie. Yeah. So it it really kind of takes that requel stance as well mm. because it's it's telling the same exact story as evil dead until you get to the end yeah but it's also it's basically the it's the one that makes ash who's the ash now yes. for the for the remainder of the ash timeline in the evil dead saga this so, is who he is so for anyone who knows ash williams evil dead things about the man with you know this is my boomstick he's got he's got a shotgun and he's got one arm uh-huh. cut off at the at the I'll just say forearm and then has a chainsaw for his hand. This movie is when he gets his chainsaw. Yes, it is. So in the first movie, the ash that we all know today is I, I almost want to say like I, I don't want to say pussy. <laughs> he is, though. <laughs> but that's but that's kind of the character. Is that why they, his name, his full name is, is Ashley, Ashley Williams. Ashley Joanna Williams. Williams, yes. So what? I think there's a little bit of a, a boy named Sue kind yeah. of thing going on there. Like, it's definitely one of those things, like, it's it's long enough ago where they would do that on purpose with the intention of making him seem soft. Sure. And he is soft in the beginning. He He's is. scared and he hardens, you know. I would be as well. He hardens up I, and then in the second one here, just goes completely insane. Yeah, I mean, and and that's really what it is. He he goes insane mm-hmm. in this movie. So a lot of, a lot of the first half of the movie, very I'll, I'll say first three quarters of the movie, very similar to Evil Dead One, where you're going down the road. We get to the cabin. We're gonna listen to the recording. We're going to bring out the demons into the woods. Um, no, you know, we don't have any, any tree fornication going on in this one. (laughs) No, but you have Ash being more of the, the focal point, whereas he's not the focus to start the first one. No, he's the, he is, he is like the fifth. Yeah. Where he's the fifth wheel in the first, in the first movie that becomes, I I don't even want to say hero, just the kind of survivor, the, you know, 
Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then now he's the one who's going to, and Evil Dead 2 is the one who's going to break out the Necronomicon and play the tape. And yep. Take the charge and, you know, have his own, his hand possessed and chop that bastard right off. <laughs> yeah. And he, and it's the same, same, uh, girlfriend or from the first one as well. Uh, yeah. Lin- Linda. Same Linda. Same Linda. So same girlfriend. And I, I, I think she may even go all the way back. Um, I know, I know there isn't, I actually think, I believe it's Cheryl, uh, goes all the way back to within the woods and then is also in Evil Dead 1 and then is in, uh, some of, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Wait, so, what? So, so. It's the same, it's the same girlfriend? So, so from Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yeah. It is, it is both Linda. Yeah. It is his girlfriend when they are going up to the cabin. The first time. Maybe maybe she is not the girlfriend, but it's the same character that then is the girlfriend in the second one. Okay. It, not the same actress. I blow in your though, mind. Right? It's not the same actress, though, right? No. I, okay. No, no. Same name. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. He's got a thing for Linda's. Okay. Yeah, so he's dating, Linda. he's dating another <laughs> It Linda is considered the, the same character. Okay. Got it. It is considered the same character, but it's not know. the same actress. Okay. Yes. In, in, the, in the canon of evil dead that's the thing with the canon portion of it is where it's like you watch the second one and it's it's opens up as if it's a sequel but is it really a sequel or is it more it's a requel as you would like as you pointed out i mean it sets the tone for this new thing and in fact the box art for evil dead 2 is when you see like great horror movie lists like you know since i've been since we've been doing this and get more involved like that skull's more You'll see that more than the hand I, out of I the ground. Agree. Yeah. Hmm? Like, it's almost like the, the cover art for Evil Dead 2 is the more iconic look. You, you know what's funny, though? I, Steve, uh, Steve, I don't know if you know this. On some of the Evil Dead covers, well, especially all of the Evil Dead, the original, you can see the creases of the poster in the image for everything. Mm, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Do you know if like, that was... Like, intentionally, uh, you know, kind of... Oh my God! What's disheveled? I'll, I'll just say like yeah. So like you could tell it has poster folds, like the yes. white lines in every cover I've seen of the Evil Dead since it's been released. Do you know if back then, like box art wise, that it looked like that? Well, that's a great question. I uh, I feel like though, you know, those copies are probably rare. Uh, hmm. nineteen eighty one. And if it would have came out on VHS in like 82, we're still kind of in the Betamax VHS fight there. I mean, there could be Betamax of this. I, I do not know the answer huh. to that. that. I have not gone down my my rabbit hole of collecting hmm. far enough to get into like the VHS. I feel like if there was a Betamax version of it, it would have been in this been in, in this room that we're sitting in right now. You're right. Mm. Right under these steps was all Betamaxes. <laughs> right. so they're, they're shelving under those. So interesting. So mm-hmm. it did, guys, take note when you're looking because I finally, it's been a little while since I'd seen all of them. And Joe, as you know, we haven't gotten there yet, but I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen Army of Darkness. But I did see the Evil Dead one and two, obviously, as you know. So I just I, I was at Fye, uh, took the duder to the mall, got him shoes, stopped in Fye, and boom. They had a double pack, so I'm like, you know what? All right. I'm Why going not? to watch both of these before we speak today. So yeah. um, I did. I it just makes me miss Suncoast. 
Oh my gosh, I know. Is it Suncoast's uh, <sighs> going out of business sale? Was it they're going out or they just had a sale? That's where I got like Evil Dead buttons, got my Evil Dead poster, got my. That's yeah. right. Oh man, do you still have that poster? No. Darn. Oh, I don't think it made it out of Andorra. Wow. So that was. So I just saw the double pack and I noticed, Steve, that even though it's halved, it's got the Evil Dead up top, Evil Dead 2 on the bottom, as you see. And I'll post a picture of this on Instagram. You can still see the I can the see creases. it from here, too. You, the still, you still have that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you guys, well, I guess the original question, back to my initial point. From its DVD release, the first ever Evil Dead DVD release, to now, see if you can find an image without the poster crease on it in that blue. All right? Little. All right. I will. I'll also be on this this quest. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. So I'm going to be looking in, in the laser disc and all. We're, oh, we're going yeah. down it. Oh, right, I'll, see, I'll see for the next time we talk. This is. So uh, really quick, we, we may have to do a format uh, podcast later. I, I got a copy of Phantasm on RCA video disc, and I got a copy of Poltergeist on RCA video disc. I, crazy. Cra- I have no way to play them. They'll For never sure. be watched, but it's so cool. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah, a, that's fantastic. It, it's it's a, a decorative piece at this point. It all is. <laughs> I, I'm sitting in this basement. There's a lot of decorative pieces <laughs> yeah. down here. Yeah. Uh, this is toned down. Yeah, this was a. Uh, it was. It was quite different. Hell of a radio collection at one time. Yeah, no, yeah. it's ham there. radio, radio, yeah. ham radio, all of it. Yeah. Transistor, transistor, all that stuff, all that good yep. stuff. Yep. So there's really not much to cover. Like when we're talking about the second one, because it is a requel, and that's where you do have some better. I guess some better grab. You know, there's they're not doing the claymation the same way. You get the better movements of like the clock. The deer head for some reason always sticks out to me. The deer head <laughs> like moving around yeah uh back to you the know, little billy bass action going on there yeah. and you get the camera the camera work's still there it's just a fun ride and that's where it gets silly especially once we get the chainsaw connected to <laughs> his yeah the, his arm the, the third, silly but the necessary thir- the third act of yeah. this movie re- the first the first two acts are pretty much the evil evil dead one exact yeah. movie. i mean yep. it's the same exact movie and then you get to the third act and it's like but wait there's more yeah and and ash then gets possessed and that is when he has to make the decision of am i gonna get possessed completely or am i cutting this off and he cuts off his hand yep and wraps it up a very very gory scene even a little campy as well i mean (laughs) you're you're not gonna get away from camp these movies any of these movies or shows or tvs or or tv shows or never short on blood games or comics (laughs) it is gonna be gory it's gonna be campy but that i mean that is the that is this entire franchise Mm -hmm. wow Um, so yeah then then ash gets his is a famous or infamous chainsaw hand yep and then he just saws off a shotgun right then and there which i don't know what benefit you're really getting out of doing that yeah but that was really popular in the 80s with shot off like well, i guess it's always been a thing since the shotgun was around but remember i remember being a kid would be like he's got a sawed off shotgun yeah. and that being just, just the like word the <laughs> badass thing yeah. I, I have Anybody, no, i've known one person in my life terminator had a sawed off shotgun at one point in my in my real life that a sawed off shotgun and it was my brother. Okay. And he did it himself. How'd that turn out? Well, you met the man. You know? <laughs> we got that far. So he's still alive. So I'm I'm gonna say that uh 
it, it turned out uh, it didn't turn out well when my dad found it. But I, I'm <laughs> saying he was, he was, we were in like I was probably in my teens. He was in <laughs> maybe his late teens, early twenties. Mm. Oh man, you know the sawed off shotgun in his <laughs> underwear drawer. Okay. <laughs> Hey, honey, I... Yeah. I'm sure your dad what? was thrilled to see that. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, but, especially because they're not cheap. I, but I'll say this. <laughs> the only obviously. the only reason that he even wanted to or did that was, of this was movie? because of this movie. I'm ah. curious how many how many sawed-off shotguns the Evil Dead has inspired. This was a single, single barrel okay. as well. This wasn't a... Double, double barrel, double shotgun. barrel. Sure, like just like bringing it back to Phantasm. Phantasm Two is when Reggie and Mike have the four barrel, four barrel sawed off shotgun. <laughs> so I don't understand what the benefit off of sawing it because you're just spraying yeah. a wider. I, I, I spraying a, it's going to be spray wider, but also you lose force. You're but you're also running around. It's a little easier yeah, to just... <laughs> to manage a sawed off shotgun versus a long range shotgun. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I especially I, when your other hand is a is a chainsaw. <laughs> right. That's yeah. a good point. It's because okay. I do have a regular, just an old fashioned shotgun, and yes, I can't imagine running through the wood like I'd probably that that, that would not be easy no. to move around in a in a small Evil Dead type space. No, <laughs> but Evil Dead Two is the one where it's like out of all of them, if there's somewhere I I, I mean there's some people where I'll hear Army of Darkness is their favorite in the whole thing. That's kind of, a, I think, a smaller, more niche group. Evil Dead 2 usually gets most of the credit when you go on to, like, Dreaded or other hmm. other horror form, horror, other horror forms. So, I, I think that's a great segue. And with that, I will say that I do think that Army of Darkness is my favorite. Well, wow. But I, but I do believe that it comes down to that is the first that I saw. And that that is also what we had. Yeah, on on tape growing up, I didn't have Evil Dead One. I didn't have yep. Evil Dead Two. I had Army of Darkness. Very similarly, that I had uh, my my favorite Back to the Future is Back to the Future Part Two, and also my favorite Indiana Jones is Temple of Doom because those were all the ones the that first we, one you saw that we had. Wow. And they were the first ones that I ever saw. Okay, yeah. so I wore those tapes out. I watched them a ton. They no, hold, hold that nostalgia special place. But e- even so, like. Army of Darkness, to this day, has a huge, huge following. I, I almost want to say as much as Evil Dead 2 or the original. It's almost in its own category. And if you don't know how the... Ed, you said you have not watched the second one? Uh, oh, or, no. You, no, you haven't watched Army, Army of, Dark- of Darkness. Army of Darkness, that's right. Yeah. So, it's, I mean... One and two I've watched. The highlight is the end of two when they both get sucked in... <laughs> To like the portal. So okay, so that's where he wakes up. So this continues from there. So, uh, so Army of to, Darkness starts medieval knights. It starts with the last three four minutes yeah. of Evil Dead Two. Literally, okay. it's it starts with that with the uh, Oldsmobile getting sucked into the portal. <laughs> it, it, it starts in the woods, yeah. and then where he wakes up. Then, all right, we're just gonna keep going. Wow. And, and now we are in the mid the uh, Middle Ages the medieval ages i you know <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know if it really I, I, is there a time it that it is it's probably like the 1400s i would say yeah it's supposed to be sometime in the middle ages yeah. i guess around 13 1400s and you said that um, didn't they try and title it medieval dead and yes they were yes. <laughs> no yes so medieval dead was the original pl- you know 
that's what that's what's been the story is. But it ended up with Evil Dead Army of Darkness, and in that, I think uh, it, I don't even think it has Evil Dead Army of Darkness. It does not. It's, it's just Army of Darkness, which would just throw you way off. If well, you, if you if you didn't see any of the other ones, you're like, okay, here's just a guy with a chainsaw and a shotgun. And I I think that is why it has its own following even outside of Evil Dead. Um, I I don't believe, and and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't believe that the original poster says Evil Dead anywhere on it. It actually says from the director of Darkman, and that yeah. that is what they are trying to sell Army of Darkness on. Not Evil Dead Two, not Evil Dead. But on Dark Man, even though the first four minutes are are, are the end of Evil Dead too. So that's funny because I remember before when we were all on fifty six K modems, right? Mm-hmm. So we couldn't just pull up our phone and say, "Oh no, no, that was wrong." That was a, so we couldn't fact check anything. I remember people saying to me at the time, two thousand one, two thousand two, just like, "Yeah, so there's Evil Dead one, which you saw, Evil Dead two, and then the third one, Army of Darkness." I'm like. There's no way. And then when you, when you go and you look in the video store, it's just like, this isn't a... Th- this isn't. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I was questioning whether it was even related in any sure. way. Like, I yeah. never... Yeah, it, it very much so got retconned on home video and, and through the years and all the releases. It, you know, it really kind of leaned into the the Evil Dead side of it. But the, the original release, like, they were trying to just make it yeah. its own thing. That's funny. Yeah, very very interesting. But so Ash wakes up in Army of Darkness. He is in the Middle Ages. And it is I I, I think personally a lot of the the things that become memorable about the entire franchise, a lot of that comes from Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. So you get you get Evil Ash. Which uh, and you know, Ed not seeing it, I feel like you've even seen evil ash okay um just as a character it's 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 ash as a demon with a with a helmet on he's kind of a a medieval knight version uh joe if you know if you want to kind of walk us through the the plot of of army of darkness here because i think i think this is where it it really makes sense for ed too. not not understanding (laughs) how ridiculous it's absurd. This movie is. It's absurd, and it's like oddly slow. Hmm. Um, I would I would agree with that. Really? Yeah. Because that was, if you'll remember, compared to the other ones, yeah. Because I always thought when when I finally did when we all finally determined that the whole fact check was true, the third one is Army of Darkness. It's the third Evil Dead. I was just like, you know what? I think this is a little much for me. So like I knowing what Evil Dead One and Evil Dead Two were and Sam Raimi's career up to that point, I'm still like you know what I think I'm good. I don't need to see Army of Darkness because I figured it would just be over the top. People like knights and armor and crap. I'm like no 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 no. I don't it, like so it, 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 is, it is it is a hundred percent that okay. Just a lot slower than you might expect. Where like the plot makes itself pretty thick i guess you could say interesting all right Where it's like the so, deadites are there he, get, um, he gets captured by uh lord arthur it's not king arthur uh, lord arthur who i'm trying to remember that actor's name he's so that's like he's an actor who you've seen as a side guy and everything and could never remember his name <laughs> um his name is marcus gilbert he yeah. has been in everything from army of darkness to Rambo 3, Hazard of Hearts, 
He was in Doctor Who, uh, Freebird, uh, an Idle Husband, a lot of other things. Just a very, very much British bit actor. Yeah. Okay. So it's a face where you'd be like, oh, I know that guy. All right. You know him from something. Got it. Um, so before, and there's also a legendary horror actor in this who plays like the main deadite. And let's see if you can guess this. He's featured. I'll give you an easy hint. He's featured in pretty almost all of Rob Zombie's movies. <sighs> Sid Haig? Not Sid Haig. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know it. You do. I do. I'm dead. <laughs> I, I, I don't go ahead. Bill Mosley. Oh my gosh. Bill Mosley. He's of the, course. He, he's, he's credited as the Deadite Captain. Right. But the man's made his mark in many, many places. Yeah. And, and yeah. of course, we didn't even talk about how the second one's the first, gl- you know, the first Ted Raimi. <laughs> yeah. That's is it anything Sam Raimi? Is Evil Dead the only Sam Raimi movie without Ted in it? I, it, it, it may it, be. It might be. It may be. It might be. So we got Ted. You, Ted makes an appearance in this one too. Is like want to hear something funny? Yes, I do. Ted Raimi is briefly in Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think yes, he is. Very, very briefly. So just a random fact about Ted Raimi. <laughs> so is he briefly in Army of Darkness, or is he in Army of Darkness? He's like a side character where he's like a goofy, like a cowardly knight. If he was nominated for best supporting actor, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't say, oh no, he wasn't a supporting actor. Yeah, but it, you know, he definitely isn't a lead in any way, shape, or form. So Ew. essentially, he's Ash gets captured by. Uh, I'm just gonna call him King Arthur, Arthur, because mm-hmm. that's gonna be you know he's not, but I'm just gonna keep but calling they, him. King they're gonna Arthur. take his weapons. So they take his weapons away from him. He loses oh, his no. shotgun. He loses his chainsaw. <laughs> he gets thrown in a pit. He ends up kind of like a Sarlacc pit. He fights a deadite down there. Uh, eventually, he gets his weapons back from a wise man. You know, a, a uh, you know, kind of. Well, I think he kills. He kills a deadite. Yes. Yeah. In the pit. And they're just like, oh, oh like he's a guys, warrior. Yeah, he's crazy. Okay. So they celebrate him as a hero, and he grows attached to a uh, woman named Sheila. Sheila is on that the poster, the iconic poster. She's hanging on his leg. Keep, keep in mind that he has just gone through the entire events of Evil Dead Two. <laughs> right. Not much time has separated from his girlfriend being possessed and him having to kill her. Yes, this now, is like Tuesday. Yeah, they they went up on they went up on Friday. Friday. <laughs> this is like Tuesday at There's this already, point. That he's already infatuated. Like, Fuck it. Yeah, forget her. Look at her, look at look at that one. Wow. But you, but you know what also got pulled through. Well, the old Book of the Dead. Sure did. Mm-hmm. That, that, made it. that also made its way back there. Um, and, there, you know, it also exists back there as well. So he is looking for the Necronomicon. Uh, ends up going into a haunted forest. He ends up in a windmill. It, again, it, it goes slow. Mm-hmm. It, it is a very slow mo- movie. He's in a windmill. He crashes a mirror, but he's starting to get possessed. And he <laughs> sees himself like 20 times in a mirror. And every single one of these little ashes come out and attack him. Very, very like Gulliver's Travel. They, they, they tie him down. They, they, <laughs> they. It is very, it is very much in, in akin to Gulliver's, Gulliver's Travel. Travel yeah. And uh, from from that, he he finally finds the Necronomicon, and then he he tries to do the the words to to uh, get himself back, but he doesn't know how to say them. Mm-hmm. And of course, 
He brings all the deadites out. <laughs> he did it wrong. He did it wrong. Uh-oh. Surprise, surprise. So the girl. Nobody it, knows how to read that damn book. She Sheila gets abducted. <laughs> and they, his, his new love after losing his previous love two days, two days, two later. days later. Yes. Two days so he, he has to go save her. Right. And, and also when this happened, an evil version of Ash came out. Yep. Ah. So evil Ash, he, he's medieval. He, he's got a... Uh, it's got some swords. It, it, it's it's very very just uh, you know a knight's tale esque. It, 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 it's oh my god! You know, reading it like this is not great of a movie. But there is a there's a lot of cult behind this. It's what I suspected. I'm just saying, like that's what I will watch it, guys. I of course will watch it because I got I'm a completionist at this point. We got to keep moving mm-hmm. and my journey through the Evil Dead thing. But it, this is exactly what I expected it, it to be. It, so it's exactly what it is. Anyways, he saves the day. You, you know, the old mobile gets used. He saves the day. He goes back. He goes back in time, and, or goes back to present time. She comes back with him. He's working at Smart. And that you know, it's all happy, and we do a nice little, so nice little cameo to end it. Fantastic finish. Now, okay. I will say, there is an alternate ending, and it, and it, if you've ever seen this, there was an original ending that got nixed from fan mm-hmm. backlash when they were uh, really doing like previews of this, and essentially he mistimes his travel back in time, and ends up like oversleeping by like. 700 decades or something like that post-apocalyptic world you know very very askew of uh well i can't read without my glasses you know Mm. it's he he just wakes up crazy in the future like shit i screwed up yeah (laughs) which is the you know even though that wasn't used in that the what was used i forget they're at the department store a dead eye he Blasts a deadite in the department store. Yes. <laughs> nice. He says, "I got the line pulled up." He just says, hail to the king, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's so that. And then also just, got that's just, so just as a coworker, the, the Duke Nukem. It, you know, also pulls from that. Interesting. Yeah. Hail and, to the king, baby. And luckily, they didn't do. Luckily, they didn't use that post-apocalyptic world because that's the entire plot for Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> is the impending, you know, the upcoming apocalypse? Yes. Due to the Necronomicon, um, we, we don't have much time to dig into that right now, do we? So we might have to save that for a part two. Yeah, you know what? In part two, we're going to cover the Evil Dead 2013 and Ash versus the Evil Dead. I would say the streaming era. Of Evil Dead. Fair enough. If that works. And then before, just to close out, can we go over some of the merch? Yes. Yeah. You know what, I Steve? Because I remember the first time you were on the show, I believe, was the collectible show. And it, it may it, have been before that, but... I, I was definitely on before that, but... It that, was the Shemokin one where it was... You know, oh. Uh, I don't even think you were on So that. I wasn't yeah, on the first one. When you... Because sh- that's, that's some of the stuff you brought was Army of Darkness. And I'm like, so, oh, that's cool. So like, like any good... You know, this, this uh, microphone ain't doing that great over here. So, like, any good franchise, especially horror franchise, one of the biggest things that come out of it is merchandise, <laughs> merchandise, merchandise. Merchandise. Hail to the king, baby. And it go, it, it does. It goes all the way back. So, I, I, know, I had brought over some, like, movie maniacs. So, going back to McFarlane stuff back in the 90s and in the early 2000s, there, there are still, if you, if you go to Target right now... <laughs> And you go to the uh, the uh, toy section there at Target. Probably not this little tiny Target, but if you go to one of the bigger ones here, we're in uh, Northeast, or, or excuse me, Northwest Philadelphia. So 
in the NECA section, uh, NECA, there there's going to be Army of Darkness or wow. or Evil Dead or something Ash or just franchise on the shelf, and they keep putting it out. There, you know, there's uh, one for pretty much every single movie. There's probably multiple for each movie that they put out, but it also spawned a lot of other canon things as well. So that that some people consider merch, like mm-hmm. comic books. Yep. There, there's a whole line of comic books that are Ash versus the Army of Darkness. There is Ash versus, and we could probably do a whole podcast just yeah. on this, Ash versus Jason versus Freddy. Yes. Okay. And, and that was born out of toys? Like that was born out it, of a... It was just born out of the kind of ridiculousness of the, the three, the three uh, different franchises. And when... Freddy versus Jason became a thing. It heavily became rumored that there was going to be a sequel, yep, which yeah. was Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Huh. However, that never happened, but they did release the entire story as a comic book. As a comic book. Okay, so you can, got it. So you can get the entire you know, story that they were going to sure. release. It's probably for but the But it's a comic book. Yeah, probably. Soundtrack yeah. Soundtrack would have been great. But Oh, yeah, that time frame? Yeah. Oof. So, Steve, that actually, you bring up something very important. So you say, you go to Target, you see NECA. I remember that name from sure. when we last spoke. I'm, I'm a weird, uh, well, you know this already. I'm a weird person. All right. So You? <laughs> so I worry that... It, because I'm not, I haven't been into merchandise in a very long time. I haven't been into collecting something in a very long time. Yeah. So what I would worry about if I went to Target and bought something Evil Dead for, like, like let's say our upcoming studio that, sure. that's coming up. To, just a nice piece to put up, say, hey, I freaking love this movie. Yeah. What I worry about is that it won't be worth something by the time I'm ready to sell it when I'm in my 60s. Will it be? Who cares? <sighs> it's yeah. for you. Dude. Uh, I, I'm staring. I'm staring across in this basement at yeah. a bunch of old. Uh, I don't even know what they call those bottles. And, yeah, and, you know, mm. couple couple kind of Stein bottles that were probably filled with some sort of liquor at some point. Mm-hmm. Is there any value to those? Maybe if you find the right person. But I know that. But who cares? That Tullamore one definitely is. But but, <laughs> but at that, the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. I I just want enjoy, to be... enjoy your things as you're here. Okay. You only get one shot at this. That's true. That's true. So uh, enjoy him. Because I was I was at a convention, Joe, and we were promoting our previous film, Auto Shop. Yep. That brought brought me to Louisville, Kentucky, to the Imaginarium Film Festival down yep. there. And there was this great toy that I, I was just like, you know what? I could see buying that. It was it. It was Pennywise the Clown, the Tim Carey version. Sure. And and it was like twenty five dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying like that. I just couldn't justify buying a toy for that. And I'm thinking, well, once we left, and and given like a year, I said to my wife, I'm just like, you know, I really wish I would have bought that. I wish I would have had that. I I liked it. Well, you probably can still buy it, and you can probably go to uh, Target right now and buy it. But it's going to cost you thirty two ninety nine because that's about what they run at this point. Wow. So seven seven. So this was in twenty seventeen. So, six years, yeah. Inflation, seven years. That's not, it's really not that. that that's about accurate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All but, right. So, but I was, but I thought I was finding something like cool. Like this is unique. I didn't see this anywhere else. But, I didn't know that it was is a whole cool section of Target. But yeah, but it, but it still is cool uh, and unique. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. All right. If you like it, 
And that's with that, that go, that's, that's all that matters. If you want to hear more about that, go back to episode. I have no idea, but you can go back in the archives. <laughs> and you got to go back out, a little bit. Search Keystone Retro, and uh, in the archives, you will yeah. find a whole episode where we talk even more about collectibles <laughs> and toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, just real quick, with when you bring up auto shop, is like the thing that we are hoping to build out of that is what you know ended up happening for sam raimi maybe not to like as big an extent but at least to have a brand to budget something to make a feature at some point yes so we are back to the drawing board on that and hopefully you know hopefully this this uh this one coming out gives us a little inspiration we can watch uh uh within the woods for additional mm-hmm. inspiration yeah. you know see what happens okay We'll cover, we'll wrap up this episode. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll cover the streaming era of Evil Dead in part two. And of course, the forthcoming Evil Evil Dead Dead Rise. Let's talk a little bit about the video games too. Oh, hell yeah. We'll see. (laughs) We're just running out of time. So this has been episode number 92 of the Red River Horror Podcast. I've been your host, Joe Zakreski. You can find us at Red River Horror on all the social medias, on the YouTubes, everywhere podcasts are found. That's all I got for you, Eddie. What's up, man? That's good, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to part two. Steve, thanks for joining us today. Of course. I got nothing to plug, but thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> all good in the hood. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening for episode number 92 of the Red River Horror Podcast. And remember to keep traveling those channels of fear. Groovy.